0: Welcome to the wise men say reaction show I'm your host James Copley and Sunderland have just defeated Walsall 2-1 at the Stadium of Light with goals from Lee Catamol and Will Grigg to earn the Black Cats a vital three points in the race for promotion. I'm joined as usual by ITV's Simon O'Rourke we can barely hear ourselves because the
1: Sunderland fans are in fine voice. What did you make of the game today? Uh, first and foremost they won the game. They had to win the game after Barnsley's result last night The ball is now back in Sunderland's court, I didn't think they played particularly well today, it wasn't fluent, they started dreadfully, they just had to win the game. They did win the game, that is good going forward because obviously they were asked questions today, they went to goal behind, they found a way to win the game, that's important, well done. Jack Ross's substitutions as well, We brought Charlie White on, changed it, Grigg wasn't getting enough support and it paid off instantly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like him as a manager. He's flexible. He recognises when things aren't working, and he will try to change it. So yes, a good pat on the back for the managers today. They just dug in. It was it was really actually quite nervy at the end there because they weren't <laughs> playing well. They couldn't seem to clear their lines, but it was a game they had to win, as I said, and they have won it. And I see people talk about Lugo nine a lot, but he just keeps impressing me. He, just, he plays everywhere, doesn't he? Um, well. Jeff Brown, my my mate from the BBC, was sat here. He's had to leave a little bit early today. Um, he was saying it's pretty good going to have got subbed off at half time on your debut on the opening day of the season yeah, and yeah. have the whole ground singing your name now. He's he's wholehearted. Um, the fans recognise that he puts 110 percent into everything he does, and you know what? He might end up of uh, finding his home at right back because he's doing a very good job there. I think he kind of embodies the uh, the new feeling around the club as well, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely which is sort of putting all the effort in, not sort of foreign players taking money and that sort of thing. Like the, the sort of money waste, you know, Charlie's piss-take party. It's not like that anymore. Uh, it's wholehearted, it's honest, and yes, I think you're right, people like it. And a trip, a trip to Webley next is indicative of that, of course. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's looking forward to it. I'm lucky enough that I'm going to go down and cover it with ITV Tine Um... You know, great, it, it's one of those when in Rome things. Sutherland don't want to be in League One, they are in League One, so if you're in League One, why not go to Wembley and win the trophy?
2: So I'm joined by the BBC's Nick Barnes. Nick, what did you make of the game today? Uh I think they had to work hard for it. I thought the first half hour they were sluggish, didn't, didn't they really, they were at the races. I mean, conceding the first goal, I mean, the cheeky finish and the back heel, but should never really been allowed the space and time around the penalty area with a free kick. And I think they they struggled to really come to terms until, uh, uh, equally as bizarre actually, Lee Catamol's um, equaliser when he just, just drove it as hard as he possibly could at the defender, hoping yeah. that it would end up in the back of the net. Is it, is it that's catam- exactly catam- what it is did. He's catam- going catam- claim it? It's, I mean, I, I don't know what to, would it go to the dubious goals committee because it came off the defender. I, I, I mean, he knew what he was doing. I mean, that's the thing. That's the that's the thing which probably swings it. You could argue in in Catamol's favour because he. Intended possibly to do just that um, but then second half I don't think McLaughlin had a save to make in fact it's Luke O'Neill who's had the save to make <laughs> rather than um, John McLaughlin they made Warsaw work hard I think you can see by the way that Warsaw sort of clapped the pitch at the end they were absolutely shattered yeah, yeah. yet again another team that's sort of been worn down and I give Jack Ross credit he, his management of the game if you like the substitutions were absolutely yeah. spot on um, you know, White coming on, and then you know the touch for Grig. Lovely finish from Grig again, um, and, the, and they 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 saw it out. Yeah, a few edgy moments, um, which perhaps you'd expect with Warsaw desperate for points as, as, as Sunderland at the other end of the table. So overall, not a game that will live long in the memory. Yeah. But the critical thing was to win it which is what they have done and, and credit to White as well because he's, he's coming for a bit of stick recently and he, he comes on and it's his first touch and he, he sets that up quite yeah. nicely for Grid. and slightly unlucky actually when O'Neill that man again <laughs> um, pulled the ball back but just behind him rather than in front of him I think yeah. had it fallen a foot in front he probably would have scored so that would have made it a nice comfortable finish to the, to the game um, it was the, the, the most important thing I think like Tuesday night at Barnsley, not to lose the game was yeah. to win today, and, and that's what they've done. It's put pressure on Barnsley. Luton have dropped two points at home, so it, it, it's going to be an interesting few weeks. And interesting enough, Barnsley go to Warsaw next Saturday. I mean, Warsaw won't make it easy for them. No, oh, and it's all in our hands again. Isn't it? again yeah, the, you know that with that sort of pressure on Barnsley now, you're knowing that if they could win the game in hand, they're, they're going to go above them
0: no it's interesting it kind of, Sunderland kind of remind me of a good like 800 metre runner that kind of just off the top two and then we we yeah, seeing seeing points bur- that
2: the, yeah you're really, it's a good analogy actually I mean that burst at the end and hopefully it comes fingers crossed <laughs> I'll tell you what there's going to be a few more edgy edgy games and nervy, nervy afternoons I'm sure just because that's the nature of these things but I just think you know you get to the end of the season and the last games of the season, if it is as tight as it is now, I'd rather be Sunderland going to Southend, who probably arguably got nothing to play for, yeah. than Barnsley, who are going to Bristol Rovers, who could still be playing to stay in the division. Yeah, definitely. And Wembley to look forward to now as well? Yeah. I mean, it's always been a big day out for everybody. It's, you know, ultimately, the, the big prize is promotion. It'll be a damp script if they were to win at Wembley and not get promoted. Yeah. It'll okay. be an absolute double whammy if they do both um, but uh, yeah everyone can enjoy the weekend but then know that on the Wednesday night Accrington Stanley is going <laughs> to yeah. be an even bigger game yeah. So, yeah lots to look forward to yeah thanks for your thoughts Nick
3: well Jack yeah you happy yeah I'm, I'm, I'm delighted it's a big win for us and um, difficult conditions again today I think every game throughout the country we be played in difficult conditions as was Tuesday so you just have to find a way to win um Disappointed by the we started the game and, and some are defending in that period, but equally satisfied and encouraged by the number of opportunities we created throughout the game and then naturally really pleased with the character of the players to come back and win the game from a losing position.
2: I mean the opening two goals I mean bizarre, there's the flick from Gordon. But Lee's is equally bizarre. I mean I mean I'm assuming he intended to do what he did by just driving the ball at the defender.
3: Yeah. I'm assuming so as well. I haven't even watched it again yet and obviously where I'm standing it's, it was very difficult to see what was happening with it. But we had been knocking on the door for quite a period at that at that time in the game and creating opportunities, forcing goalkeeper to make saves and um forcing a number of set pieces. So I, I think it was um I think it was fair that we went in at least on level terms at half time and it was just really encouraging the players to keep doing the same things and believing that they would continue to create, which they did. I mean probably the, the period of the game we created least in was that last period. Um but that it's very easy as a manager to be critical of that I'm not on the park and emotions get involved in it and it, it becomes a little bit edgy. So overall to to see out the game, to win the game and to put another three points on the board it is good.
2: You talked about knocking on the door Lewis Morgan and he was the one predominantly mm-hmm. doing so, he had two or three very good chances.
3: Yeah, and, and he'll be I thought he was good today in terms of his contribution to the game, but he'll be frustrated with himself because he is a very good finisher and know that first hand, but he shows it every single day and it's maybe just a little bit to do with how the season's been for him because he's, he still feels as if he's working his way back to his best if you like because he hasn't played a lot in the first part of it um, but if he keeps getting into those positions and not all of them were poor finishes some of them were good saves as well so no he, he was a bright spot for us in that opening period
2: and game management sometimes when the substitution White comes on <clears> almost instantaneously flick for for Greg and Beautiful
3: finish from from well. Yeah, I mean that's look at for every one that you get right, you get one wrong, and and you can't always predict how it will go. It um obviously the second change was an enforced one, and that makes it slightly more challenging. So we only had one more roll of the dice, if you like. So I, I think Charlie has went through a difficult. Period. It's been a difficult season for him for for a variety of reasons and a difficult period of late. But we speak to our players a lot, and we encourage them a lot, and we keep trying to get the best from them. So really pleased for him that. He, hasn't, he only hasn't scored he played a big part on us winning the game today so hopefully he'll, he'll take confidence and belief from that as well
2: and of course you can't underestimate how big a win it is with Barnsley dropping a couple of points last night Luton dropped a couple of points as well but you're not having this game now for a, for over a fortnight
3: yeah I think this weekend just shows it. I mean I think even on the back of Tuesday that and I know I say this often but the only time you can really get hysterical is the wrong description of it but get really caught up is when it's two or three games to go and then Know, is it out of your own hands is it in your own hands at the moment there's still so many points to play for a lot and that was shown by this weekend I think beyond that the important thing for us the really important thing to win today was because we don't play in the league for a few weeks so psychologically we understood the importance of going into that and force break with a win so that's why it's a really happy changing in that respect because we all understood how vital it was to win the game today and uh,
2: off to Wembley it's wonderful for the club
3: isn't it yeah I mean, again that's why I, I'm delighted that we've won today because you know, we've got a little bit of a, a, a fractured week next week because we don't have a game, plus we've got some players away at national duty, etc. But then when we, we kind of come together properly again um, in the lead-up to the Portsmouth game, it, it's encouraging the players to, to enjoy every single minute of that. And maybe I have to remind myself of that as well, But because it's not, not an occasion that will come around very often, irrespective of the, of the competition. Um, and it will be a big week for the club, and I just think it helps us enjoy that. It, it's just really asking the players t- for a for a week or two to to forget about the league and and means that we'll come into this really busy period. We've got post cup final in a good frame of mind.
2: Yeah, it's an amazing run that comes after that, isn't it? Particularly during mm. April. I mean, it's a game nearly every three days.
3: Yeah, we um, you know, for ideally it wouldn't be the case. I, think I spoke that about a perfect world. The Fleetwood game would would go ahead. Um, but we have got a hectic period and obviously probably a couple weeks ago or a week ago or I said in a good healthy squad to deal with it but it can change very quickly as it has done for us so we're going to need each and every one of those players uh, I keep maintaining that the good thing for me and the encouraging thing, is each and every time players are asked to either start or come on I think they show them the right frame of mind and, and we'll need that over that period Thank you
0: Playing at Wembley is such a good reward for such a hard working and hungry squad as well
3: Yeah I, I mean I, I. it feels to a degree it almost feels right this season because I think for a a reward for the fan base and the club is brilliant and I I would probably encourage them to forget about, forget about the league and the permutations and whatever might happen for a week as well because just go and enjoy it as a club because of what's went on in the last couple of years it, it's well deserved and my players are exactly the same because I've got some players that are new to the club but some players that have endured that as well so we want to make the most it. we want to win it we want to win it because that will make sure we enjoy it but we want to enjoy that lead up and the build up to it as well
0: and obviously winning in a cup final could help with the push for the for the league title as well as promotion.
3: Yeah, I, I think it just continues that momentum. You know, we've got a a long unbeaten record now, you know, since mid to late December. It's quite a long time. Um and we're proud of that. And that takes a lot of different attributes to get through that period of time without a defeat. So um to continue that into the league games it'll mean we've won a cup. So we want to make sure we do that.
4: Welcome along to the Wise Men Say Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Mickey Loft. And I'm pleased to see I'm joined by Matthew Keelan, regular on the Wise Men Say Podcast. And I'm also joined by his cousin, George. So what do you think of the result of the display today, lads?
5: Well, it's, it's a really important result. It's a huge, it, for me, it's a huge result and arguably one of the most important results of the season. I think it now turns that point against Barnsley into a really good away point i think it was a difficult game difficult conditions against the side who let's be honest no i mean no disrespect a lot of disrespect they aren't very good they are a poor side and i think this they, they came up got the early goal almost to their surprise they did start they started on fire they started quick out the traps they got the early free kick which wasn't a free kick capitalized on it And that was their dream start and then after that they should zero interest in sort of attacking for the rest of the game. We managed to get through the game and win it in a way that we haven't managed to do. previous
4: parts of the season so i think a nice time was had in the end there was a very nice time um, but the last few minutes were a bit hairy when they were having a, quite a bit of a ball in and around the penalty area but it's an interesting point you made about grinding it out and i do think that's a characteristic this side i think doesn't get enough credit for because yeah. there has been a lot of times this season where we have grand results out like that no, i agree and after four minutes or however however long it was when walsall scored i think i wasn't alone in the ground and thinking to myself well, Walsall might be our bogey team this season yeah. Despite the fact they're not a very good team They knocked us out of the FA Cup yeah. They got that point against us earlier on the yeah. season Held us down there again in the FA Cup yeah. So, like I say, I'm just really over moon That we come away with a result Because I agree with you, Matthew Everything about that game had a big match feel to it It did There's some games in League 1, I think, just feel like 1 of 46 You know what I mean? But today, it felt like a big game and a promotion running yeah. I think the crowd were really up for it A lot more than they have been this season I think the atmosphere in the second half was really good even at 1-1 they were still driving the team on and after we went 2-1 up I think we got the lads all over the line, so George what did you make of proceedings today?
6: Yeah I thought there weren't many chances in the game, it was quite scrappy and in the first half I was saying to Matthew at the time that we needed to go in at 1-1 we did end up going in at 1-1 so a pretty scrappy goal with a set piece, you know they went up using a set piece as well and yeah I think the uh, fair play to Jack Ross for the subs Charlie White changed the game in the sense that he just got an
4: assist. So um, we've been chaffing the We calling that a layoff or a poor first touch? It was the best layoff. I've I've ever seen. it had shades of Josi Altadori in Upper the green against the Maggs. Yeah, it had
5: it shades is. of that. Exactly what A yeah. sort of
4: nonchalant
6: flick, which is yeah, it was quite a classy move. And I, I just think the presence of White, he's he just distracts one of the centre halves because Will. Will Greg,
5: he's say I five think, foot nine. I think, yeah, I think, and uh, he's I think. I think people almost uh, like centre halves almost get distracted purely because of his size. Yeah. Not not because physically, White, like, his impact is quite limited in terms of actually winning things in the air. And it, it it's not his game. His touch is actually quite good. Like when the ball's to his fit at times, his touch yeah, is yeah. quite good. As obviously displayed, that was the first time Greg and White have linked up. Yeah. Yeah. And it was
4: the only time in the game that they linked up. But it's won us the game. Yeah. I'm absolutely delighted for Will Brig because it was an excellent instinctive centre forwards goal, Agreed. the way he took it. I think there is an argument, however, and I'm not just being critical for being critical's sake, I'm delighted he scored it because game he was clean through if he played them in. Yes. Yeah. So I am really pleased he's backed himself to shoot and he scored, so it's like good night Vienna, I'm not too bothered. But had he missed that chance I do think there might have been a little bit of an inquest but that'll do his confidence to world of good it will and I think it shows he backed himself to yeah.
5: score the goal so I think that's his striker you've got to look at his stats and go what 2-10 in ten maybe it was before this you could got to look at that and think he's in a poor run and he's backed himself to score that chance when he could quite easily have laid it off Fair play, kudos to him really because he's put it in the bottom corner he's won us the game and that's what we paid the money for at the
4: end of the day.
6: Exactly. I think his reputation as well, the fact that he scored so many down the years, he's just a nuisance of people. The defender's always going to be drawn away to mark him. And like you said, McGeady was free as well. So defenders are drawn towards Grigg and he put it away, but it could have easily dropped
5: to McGeady and he could have scored. Them and it was McGeady as well. It wasn't as if it was like, I don't know, exactly, a fullback yeah. overlapping. It was McGeady who, Player of the Month, probably is going to score.
4: So yeah, yeah. but um, I do think, um, as I say, that that um, big game feel in the first half, after we went a goal down, I was quite impressed how, even though we maybe had a hairy few minutes, we did get back into the game pretty quickly. We started playing some fairly nice stuff and knocking the ball about, and then actually we got a goal, which, after, which was disallowed for off not, not for offside. Was what it was, for, it? was it? I, see, oh. I can't figure out whether someone's got a touch just before I was bundled over the line, who's was offside, right. or whether it's a foul. Because I was behind the goal, and it's one of them. You don't even look at the linesman, I was just celebrating the goal. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, he's disallowed it. So, yeah, I'm at the other end of the ground. So for me, I didn't know if it was offside, if it was handball, if it was a foul. But then, you can maybe caveat that by saying that our equaliser was rather fortuitous, so maybe that balanced itself out.
5: Yeah, I think, I, I, d- I did say at the time that the, the, the build up to the corner that we got, from for the equaliser. It was, was really good really football. Good. I think it was um someone <laughs> led it into power, yeah. it inflicted a grig and I think
4: was it McGee or Morgan, someone yeah. had a shot. I think that's what impressed me actually because it's, it's natural when you're a football fan that when you're getting beat 1-0 at home to Walsall you don't like to see the ball being still, you like to see it be moved forward quickly and you like to see it score more direct. But I was actually really impressed at the day, we actually looked as though we had a plan and we stuck the wit and we just kept it down. And I actually said, like I looked up the clock and I saw, well to be honest, only 15 minutes gone. We've still got 75 minutes. We've right. just got to back ourselves to be the better team. I agree. I think
5: conceding to a team like Walsall as well, that's the best time to concede a goal to them because they've got then the
4: entire game. There was basically 90 minutes of football left when they scored yeah, the ball. Yeah. I mean, I was really pleased as well, that we got the equaliser when we did because we need to get it by or by Crook because if they'd had that to hold on to in the second half, we'd have seen the usual time and every time one of them not got yeah, the ball. I mean, they are be one of the worst teams I've seen
5: for that they proved that in the home game to them which I'm still fuming about but we'll gloss over that but they are in terms of badgering referees which to be honest we could do with taking a leaf out of their boot in a way do you not think we did that to a certain did. extent oh uh, yeah but uh, we did but it, I've never seen a team swarm around a referee it's like having 11 John Terrys on the field with them
4: what, 11 racists? Well, well, probably have to... <laughs> and yeah. an adulterers and...
5: Yeah, well... We... <laughs> yeah, these are
4: primarily reviews of Mickey Loff and not the Wise Men's say podcast, by the way, if you're listening, Stephen. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on from there, it's a really big result, and obviously with Luton only drawing again today and Barnsley drawing last yeah. night, where do you see our chances of getting automatic promotion? Uh, we're going to finish eighth. <laughs> you're still on the eighth bandwagon? Yeah. Oh, I think we've chucked that away now, to be honest. Ruined it Ruined it
5: we're Ruined it So you No know, I, I, I do Well it, Obviously the, the simple thing to say is It's back in our own hands If we win every game We'll get promoted So are we are we going to win every game And get promoted Great so
4: um, George Were there any players who stood out for you today?
5: I thought 09 was fantastic I know he's
6: playing out of position And I know Matthew doesn't like that he's replacing
5: Hates Luke 09 no, listen, I don't hate Luke
6: O'Neill. 9
5: I didn't say you hate him. No, you know? I, I did. <laughs> I Don't hate Luke O'Neill. 9 I just think it's silly that he's playing right back when Adam Matthews is playing left back. Yeah.
6: No, I, I definitely back that, but I thought he's fantastic. Both defensively he was strong. He didn't get carried away, he didn't lunge in when he could have, could have given away free kicks exchange positions, he didn't do that. And he also going forward he was more threatening. Even then, Gooch and Morgan down the right-hand side, I thought when he ran into the box, you were thinking something's gonna happen here. Yeah, um, and yeah, I'm just thinking he, he put in a great shift. It's quite a professional job. Yeah.
4: I know he's a midfielder playing right back, but yeah, solid performance from him. Just before I move the conversation on a little bit, if you sit, sit sat in the south stand rather than the day, you'll have seen a superb bit of shit. by Luke nine in the second half. Yes, lovely. Right, have, have you no. seen it? No. Right. Well, he went. He only went down injured, and the ball went behind for a goal kick. Right, he was looking at the south stand, and as we all cheered, the goal kicked on down his line. There, we've just gone two one up, and he just had the biggest grin on his face, looking at the south stand, and he and he gave yeah. us the thumbs up. Mini it, was, it, again. it was reminiscent of David Luiz against Man United a few years ago. Yeah, when he winked. Honestly, he, he didn't quite wink, but honestly, he, he had a childlike grin on his face, and it was just a wonderful moment where, like the south stand, we didn't know where to cheer. Sorry the the ends I should be saying, as a can member of the can Red White can Army. I, but... just I like I. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like Luke 09 But um, it was an interesting point you touched on earlier, George, about um, Luke, about um, Lewis Morgan coming in beside. Um, so what do you make of his performance today? Because I thought he looked quite bright and quite promising, but sometimes I just think he's a little bit lightweight from the division, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with what you mean. I think he's he's really threatening the way he keeps the
6: ball quite close to his yeah. feet, in the same way that McGealy does. But he, yeah, he does seem to get knocked around a bit by the lead One defenders, and I think he just lacks. Uh, you know when McGee gets into the box, I think he could have a goal here with Morgan. You always feel like to get the goal, he's got to give it to someone else to get the goal. Um, but no, I think he's definitely superior to Greg, so I keep starting him in front of the um uh, Goop, sorry,
4: yeah. Um, yeah I know what you mean um, and I think the balance works quite well because like you say Lewis Morgan he's got a trick in him he looks quite creative and I quite like him um, but I think Gooch is also a really good option to have on the bench with tired legs and he, can get his, he did really well for the goal and for once he um, he tried to play a ball in for absolutely, which ended up going out for a goal kick but it was one of the rare occasions he did get his head up and yeah, he, he was singing. He must was, have really hurt his neck. <laughs> but was he last was. Time he's had up since October. <laughs> <laughs> but he was looking at McGee, you could see. He looked a few times to play that ball. Yeah, so that, that was encouraging, the fact he's obviously been working on that a little bit. Yeah, it looks like. I think he came on and I think it was almost like.
5: He, he, he did well. But I think part of it was. Maybe it was because he was a bit different to Morgan. They, they'd obviously got used to... I think Morgan... I, I thought Morgan did well. He's a bit naive. He is. But he, he is going to be, because that's why he's so, here. At the end of the
4: would day. you argue that our settled front three now, obviously with Maguire being out, so do you think it's McGeady, Greg, and Morgan's our...
5: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would be... You can't really take Morgan out of the team, because I think he stretched them all game... He was a constant threat, and I agree with George that he, he's technically a good, like a, a good footballer. I just think he's got a lot of learn in terms of making a decisive pass in the box. His finishing leaves like, a lot of be desired, really. Um, and I, but, but then again, Gooch came on, did well, did well for the goal. But I, I, I think it was mainly down to him being a different option and a different sort of player. Into, he's very, he's more tenacious, and I think that's what we probably needed at that time because they were starting to really foul everybody. And there was... Also, while I'm on with this, they got every single free kick. And another thing, and <laughs> Yeah. In the second half,
4: every time any one of their players went down, they got a free yeah. kick. I mean, as a ginger overweight man myself, I shouldn't be leading too much for which one, but that referee did look very out of shape day, didn't
5: well, he? It was, a,
4: it was a disgrace, really. Like
5: these are the views of me and, and they and everyone. But no, like seriously, the referees coming and coming up against is coming up against actually are coming up against referees now, and they are a disgrace. They are they're, they're out of shape. They can't keep up with the game, and like they're giving decisions right. So you're watching you're watching the game. And you're going, something's happened. And you're say
4: like you're watching it and you're going, how have you given that you've yeah, watched that you've watched that happen and you've given that decision. By the way, Swansea have just gone turning up against Man City, you've which ru- you've ruined it. I, I couldn't help. It. That was a beautiful <laughs> goal. It
5: was a great goal.
4: That however, was a little bit like when there was Steve Bruce up the, the press conference however, to talk about where Rooney's goal from inside his own half. How, yes, I, well. What was I saying? We can end it up out, we're going after. No, it's fine. Referees yeah disgrace, aren't they? disgrace.
5: the linesmen the linesmen, men can't keep up with play nowhere near not good enough they're giving and they're also they're giving decisions where you think well that was the one thing it wasn't yeah. like it was either a throw in it was either like they're throwing our free kick and we get a throw in yeah like no
4: so no, transition- Fiume, no. so transitioning from fume to denver hume he Denver came, Fumes. Denver Fumes. He came back into the side today. What did you make of his contribution? Because I thought he looked very assured, considering it was his first game back. Yeah, yeah I thought he played well. I, he
6: didn't get involved in the game too much, just because the, more of the game was on the right wing instead of the left wing. Um, but no, I thought he looked good, and especially, I think he made one movement in towards the box. He, he ran quite directly, which I was pleased to see. He made a great title. He had a really, really well.
4: important title yeah. in the second half. He made a great surge run forward as well in the second yeah, exactly. half.
6: I thought that's, that was something that Matthews couldn't provide, not because Matthews doesn't have that talent, but because he's right-footed and playing left-back, you can't you can't storm into the box in the same way. So I thought it was quite a positive change. In the same way that. In the same way that um, White was a positive change in that it just uh, White yeah it pulled 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 the two centre backs, kind of distracted them, give Brig a bit of space to drop in this sort of number ten role, uh, in this because he's White's kind of being the last man, and because he's big, he mean he he causes the defenders to have to go out and mark him. And oh. so that sort I think play the fear in.
5: of his size, is a, is a size yeah.
6: do, is I think he could be more aggressive, though, in, uh, especially compared to
4: the the shit house centre halves that Walsall have. I think um, the other week on the podcast, Lee, how he made the point that um, Charlie White is probably better coming off the bench because he said himself when he was a centre-forward going through a bit of a barren spell, he preferred coming off the bench because he knew all he had to do was run himself into the ground for 15 minutes and do his best because with all the will in the world, you're not going to look at a centre-forward after 15 minutes and go, oh, he never scored the day." you're not going to turn around and say that so I think today you will go off feeling good about himself because he contributed to a vital win and he
5: should he should feel he should feel good about himself he did well he changed like he changed the like literally we scored the goal a minute after he came on so I think like fair, like, fair play at White really like, he so, came on he put himself about he made a
4: nuisance. I, I was certainly really pleased because there was a bit of chat on social media the other day that um, Jack Ross like isn't very good with substitutions and I just thought that was revisionist bollocks to be honest because Earlier on the season, how many games did he influence with the yeah. substitutions uh, he brought on? That, that is horseshit, really. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Like... But it's the kind of chat I was seeing, and today I'm just pleased that he brought on a sub who had a good impact on the game.
5: Well, I would,
4: saying that, people saying Jack
5: Ross isn't very good at substitutions, throw yourself back. Uh, so away, 2-2. He took Josh Madger off at 2-0 down, brought Chris Maguire on up front, and we drew the game 2-2.
4: Yeah, and everyone was fuming about yeah, the sub when he made it. Delivered at the time. What are you doing taking him off? Well, there you go. Right, so um, I think we've um, rambled on a fair bit there, which is... Oh, i on all my life. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think I think it's been good rambling, but rambling nonetheless, rambling. so I think I'll just try and um, wrap things up. We've done this a couple of times now, and it just shows how... It just shows how revisionist football fans are. So I think we've already got Matthew's prediction. But where but prediction. Where, where, where are we finishing this we're season, gonna lads? Win the league. We're going to win the league. What's your rationale behind that? Well, because I said we're going to finish eighth, and now I look
5: stupid. So I might as well go completely in the other direction and but say we're going to win the league. We're we'll definitely finishing eighth now we
4: said that. Well, we can't, don't we? is it? Like, we've got loads of points to make up if we want to finish eighth. <laughs> um, it, in all seriousness, I think there is a. <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a, I still think for automatic promotion yeah you could argue it's in our hands but for me the fact that we still have the two teams above us it's not in our hands if that makes sense yeah, so yeah. obviously it's is, it is a scenario where if we win every game we, we get promoted however I know Luton have dropped a few points more than usual lately but I still really can't see them throwing this away from the position they're in. So I think it's down to us and Barnsley, and I think it's a toss of the coin. If I had to put my head on the chopping block, I would still say playoffs for
5: us. I think that, what it's something? That, it's a bit frustrating for me because we've sort of hit a bit of rhythm now, yeah. and now we're not playing in the league for
4: three weeks. Yes, yeah. uh, well, two, like so, two weeks, like two and a bit of weeks. This all rests on George then, and we going up or not?
6: We are going up. A confident second prediction, although. I thought to merit a, a prediction of finishing a strong second, I would have liked to see us win three nil today, especially that's against a, a relegation. That's a, that's a fair so point. I, I, I take, I, that's a
5: fair point. I think it would be nice to just hammer somebody, yeah, like to really like put a put a marker down and go right. We're gonna fit, we're gonna get promoted. Yeah. So I, I do know what you're saying, actually. At three points is three points. But at the end
6: but it,
4: it really comes the same, so. It does, but I think um, we all look at Luton week in, week out, we go, I, mean, either, I know they're a day. but you usually look and say, oh, one won 5-0 again today. And with us, obviously, I know teams raised the game, but we haven't really had an emphatic win for a while. No. I know Bristol Rovers in the league was comfortable, but he wasn't emphatic. Even no, even, even nice to
5: score
4: 4-5. Even Gillingham 4-2 would be equalised twice. we just to be in 5 now, Wembley one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Get there, so that would be my advice for everyone, because that'll be the next time we play. Get the Wembley, get levered, ruin it. I'll ruin it for everybody yeah, don't worry it. about yeah. that and then yeah so um, yep so I think we'll try and wrap things up there I've been your host Mickey Loft, and um, thanks very much shops. and um, we'll see you all at Wembley in a couple of weeks time great Great. Yes. bring it on agreed Max <laughs> right cheers for listening thank you